Okay, that was not supposed to happen. Anyways, hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jackson Black. For all you people on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Pandora, everybody, how are you doing? Thanks for the follows, likes, subscribes, all of that good jazz. Anyways, my guest tonight is the anomaly, Kelsey Magnolia. That was a it got a little wordy there with me. Anyways, <laughs> how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Long time no talk, man. How you been? Dude, just tearing up this indie scene. I'm loving it. <laughs> I, see I see the same you. out of you. I see the same out of you. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think we're the we're the lone two. Kind of what I thought was was except for for coot for cubes, but kind of sorta. Working. Jeff is working too. Oh, Jeff is he? Working, he can. Warren Adams. Of course, he'd pick up like such a presidential name. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> into it. I train with him regularly. I try to get him on shows as often as I can. So I love it. I love it. So let's go to straight up and the question number one. I know a couple of these because I have great memory, but I'm gonna let the fans know. Uh, so what made you fall in love with the the business of professional wrestling? Well, I have been a. I was a fan when I was a kid. Um, I definitely fell off quite a bit um, after graduating high school, just, you know, busy being an idiot in my 20s. Um, but one of my friends got, uh, had some tickets to WrestleMania 26, so we rode along, and it was HBK versus Taker 2, the streak versus career, and it was an awesome time. It totally got me back into wrestling. And then I was just a fan, um, fan for, from then on, and uh, then I started getting into Japanese women's wrestling once Asuka was in NXT. So that kind of got me thinking about maybe being a wrestler. So it kind of just rolled from there. I love it. Japanese, Japan, that's where my that's where my heart is. I always tell everybody, like, where do you want to go? And I was like, oh, it's Japan. But yeah, that's uh, the thing to go there. Uh, my opinion, my, I, I love Japanese wrestling still, don't get me wrong, but I watch it very differently now that I am a wrestler myself. And uh, not everything is the style that I want to emulate in what I do, but man, it's freaking awesome to watch. Oh, they just sometimes they just beat the crap out of each other, and I, and I absolutely dig it. Yeah, <laughs> men, and women alike. men and women alike. Yeah, I, I remember, uh, like, I think it was Okada Omega, and it was somebody was like, What do you think of that match? And I was like, It was like the Young Bucks but for like 60 minutes and like, what do you mean? I was like, they hit so many finishers, like so many, so many finishers and nothing, nothing finished it. It's been a long time since I've watched that match. And like I said, like I've just, uh, I've definitely changed how I watch wrestling since becoming a wrestler myself. I don't think you can really ever go back to watching it quite the same way as you did before. No. Cause it, it, it you're literally, you're literally in there like, Oh, okay. I see what's happening. Oh, oh, okay. I see what's happening. I spot, I spot my own boxes too. Really bad, and how are they even possibly thinking of doing that? Like, <laughs> I'm still the, you know, I'm like a wuss when it comes to things, and I'm still kind of like that. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, now I'm just in the. I don't know what happened. I flip switched uh, like maybe, maybe like six months ago. I just like getting in there and uh, and fighting now. Like. <laughs> I don't do the I flips. Love, yeah. I, I love being aggressive in the ring for sure. Like I uh, had a good match with Lilith Grimm recently and uh, we just really like matched each other's. We were just giving it to each other and it was fun. It was a lot of fun to just uh, kind of let loose like that in there. Okay. So this leads me into, uh, no, it doesn't really lead. Yeah. Kind of, kind of along the same lines. So what is your perspective? Like, cause we were talking about that of, when you first came in to where you are now as a, as, as you're like, Oh, I wanted to do this when you first started training and you're like, and now you're like, okay, that's the shits like that. <laughs> well, I mean, when I first started, I didn't really ha I didn't come into it with like, I want to do all of these moves. Like these are things I think is cool. I came into it with like, I have no idea if I'm going to be able to do this. Like if I physically I'm going to be like tough enough to do this. And it took me a while, but, um, yeah, so I didn't, and even now, I I didn't really ever, like, 
this these are the moves I want to do they've kind of just happened in in training and in matches I've had of things of just like let's give this a try and then that kind of went in so it's kind of a different perspective I feel like from a lot of people but um I mean obviously even that has changed just this is like we were in training two years ago so it's it's been a journey so far and just learned a lot along the way that is the thing it's like a it's like a okay here's your failure to launch moment we're just gonna push you out of the nest and uh you got like semi you got like a little bit of the basics but when you go to a show you're just like uh oh my light went out okay that's cool whatever it don't matter (laughs) and you're like it's just crazy because you don't know what's out there until you get in there and it's it's so vast so vast uh, every show's different but i was really lucky to have a good group of people i found a group of people after i came home from training because like i live in des moines iowa and went down to knoxville tennessee to train at jpwa and uh after getting home from that like i didn't know where i was gonna go what i was gonna do and that's when i got my first match booked like before i even knew where i was gonna continue training so i was like super scared but I found uh, Craig Kieseman in uh, Osborne, Missouri, which is about a couple hours south of here, and a really good group of people at Pony Express Wrestling to train with and really took me under their wing to just show me, yeah, what it's like to get bookings, travel to shows, deal with bookers, locker rooms, all everything that goes along with the craziness that is independent wrestling. It is, it is such a trip. It really is. <laughs> And I was telling somebody, uh, it's like uh, Mario, like back on the NES, they like changed the color of the sprites, but like they're the same like thing. I swear I was in Illinois and there's like a six foot four lady that is on the indies around here. And she was there. I swear it was, but she just had an eye patch. That was the only only difference. I was like, these people all look the same. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, between wrestlers, there's a lot of that with wrestlers, but then wrestling fans, too. Because, like, I've wrestled in Texas and Minnesota, so you'd think there'd be, like, really different types of people there. And there is, but they're also just the same same types of people, which are great. We love our fans. <laughs> yes, I I guess now I, I do love all the fans now, I think. <laughs> I, I believe. I love them until they make me mad. Don't cross me. Dude, I, I'm doing uh, a lot of baby baby work now, and it's, it's yeah. different. It's very different. Like, <laughs> I've been doing like I have really detailed uh, spreadsheets about like all the data my, of my matches. I've like gotten even more into it lately, and I'm about fifty fifty with. I've worked sixty matches so far, and I'm about fifty fifty with babyface or heel. I've been the heel a lot more lately, which I. I enjoy. I definitely enjoy. Well, I've heard that. Uh, I don't know where it was. I, was. I was on some show, and they were saying it's best when you're first starting out to to learn how to be a babyface, so you learn all that selling, oh, and then yeah. then you can go into being a heel and just have fun with everybody. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get like too into the details. Of yeah, everything. that's all I'm getting from them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's it's. I like being, you should be able to do both of them. You should be able to do, you know, what the promoter booker wants you to do. So it's good to have experience across the board and whatever you can. I agree. So let's go, let's go your first match. How did, how did the first match go? Let's go before, before your music hits. Cause I know I always have to pee or I'm just super anxious to like, you're coming back from, from the first match. How did that first, uh, that first go go? Oh, God. I mean, I was a nervous wreck for, like, weeks leading up to it. And, like, day of, I got there, like, earlier than I needed to, for sure. And uh, I was as nervous as you could possibly be. Like, (laughs) it was, I still get really nervous before my matches, but not anywhere close to that. Fortunately, I worked with a really, really sweet, talented wrestler, Valentina Loca, she uh, wrestles out of New Mexico and around Iowa a lot as well, um, all over, really. And she just walked me like a baby through the match. Like, she was so sweet and uh, 
watching it back now, like, it's not that terrible. I'm even going to out myself now. It's totally on YouTube. So it's the only match that we've wrestled against each other. Kelsey Magnolia versus Valentina Loca. So it's on there. Um, it, I, you know, those early ones, like, I feel like I didn't even hear the audience at all. Like, everything shuts off to an extent. So a lot of it's just, like, I don't even think I remembered it at the time, let alone now. But once it was over, it was just like the biggest sense of relief and accomplishment. And like right when you, you're so nervous before, like have to pee, always have to pee right before. It doesn't matter. I could have just peed like five minutes before. But like the second you walk out there and bust through the curtain, like it is on. Your adrenaline hits so hard and it is just so much fun. Like you come back when you're done drenched in sweat absolutely exhausted just like dying for water and it is such a good feeling even if the match didn't go how you wanted it to like just doing it is you always kind of have to just reflect and be like damn I'm like doing this like I'm actually doing wrestling and that first match definitely like I am a wrestler now so it was it's cool it's scary but it's cool do you remember the first time, like, I don't know if you got it on the first show. I didn't get the treatment for, like, three or four months. I remember the first time. How did you feel the first time you saw, like, your face on a wrestling poster? Oh, well, I mean, being a girl, it's you're on it because you're a girl. So, like, my first match was technically a title match for the Central Empire Wrestling Women's Title. Semi-main sure. event. No pressure. No big deal. Um so there was, like, not only – I don't think I was on the actual poster, but they had, like, match graphics for it, and that was dope as hell. And I've been on, like, most posters since then. There's been a few that I haven't been on, but that's just because I'm a girl. Like, literally, like, one of the perks of being a female wrestler is you will probably be on the poster. <laughs> I feel that. I saw you uh, – I think it was – I don't know if it was on Facebook or something. You were talking about how you like, I, I think you saved like all the posters you were on. Mm-hmm. And dude, I went back and I started doing that now too. Cause that's pretty yeah, cool. I mean, that's part of my like super detailed, like, I just figured, you know, I'm like kind of older when I started doing this, I'm about to turn 34. So I figured if I'm going to do this, I, I have a crappy memory anyways. Like I just forget stuff. So I'm, gonna detail this as much as I can like save the posters the match graphics like my freaking spreadsheet has like the bell time the location the day of the week like pretty much every detail you could possibly have about it I have because why the hell not like data's cool (laughs) oh dude I have the I, I, I I love how you do that too I don't have the date or like the town but I have like the promotion uh who I was against what the finish was, I ha- I I've kept that. Chris Jericho, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, he... I have even the gear that I wore, the music that <laughs> I freaking walked the ring to, like what the finish was. It's like, I guess I'm kind of might be on the spectrum a little bit for that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's meticulous. And and <laughs> speaking of this, this is I was talking to somebody about this, and I was like. Wrestling is the is the one industry that I can think of on the planet where if you're a female with talent, there's a good chance that you're you're not going to be on like I don't foresee you being on the indies for, for fucking long at all. Like I don't because once you like it's the top ten percent of like maybe even maybe even more than that because I've seen some people that are awful on some really big shows and yeah, like. I'm not going to say that. Like, it is, it takes a lot to do wrestling, period. Obviously, there is a skill, you know, scale to that. But um, I don't really, like, WWE is not, like, a goal for me or anything just because, like, I am older and I'm also hyper-judgmental of myself and probably not as confident as I should be. So, you know, I'm working on that. <laughs> But we got we got so many so many promotions with somewhat of a pay that could put off a lifestyle of doing it as a profession out there now. So it's everything's possible. We are like a Kenzie Page been in the business for uh, a little bit, and her sister, as as Macho would say, she's been in the business for a cup of coffee, and and she's signed to NWA now. So like the sky is literally the limit. 
they're both like beautiful girls too and talented like I've I've seen Kenzie obviously wrestle more than Kylie but like I haven't met Kylie yet I think I briefly met Kenzie when we were there but um yeah they're great and there's way more opportunities for women now than ever for everyone now but especially for women also like uh I make my own gear so even if I didn't get you know like a super sick wrestling like I'm happy I just want to travel I want to get to wrestle in as many states as I can go to different countries if I can travel as much as I can and uh be creative with gear eventually start making it for other people so yeah there's a lot of a lot of opportunities in wrestling for more than just wrestling too. Oh, here's one. Cause I know you did, you did a lot, a lot of, uh, you're a little, you're artistic, not autistic, artistic, you're artistic. And, uh, and, uh, so with that, like nobody tells you in this business that you gotta be a social media person. You gotta be good at graphics. You gotta be good at, at editing. You gotta be good at this. You gotta be good. Like it's absolutely nuts. It's it in the time I get super I got like pie graphs and mm-hmm. crap like that like okay I got this much time for this but then you also have to maintain re- healthy relationships and yeah, work out and, and diet and yeah. it's, it's such a it's such a it's such a business I didn't I didn't wasn't I wasn't realizing and then I do all this other crap like I just I don't ever sleep like. <laughs> I hear that even having like you know trainers and people that can help you to an extent there's still so much you just have to figure out on your own and have to do on your own like that's the reason I started just making my gears like I knew I'd be good at it but I didn't want to like I had deposits out with a couple people but they were all just really busy like and that's the thing like if I ever do decide to start laying into doing gear like there's not going to be a shortage of uh, clients for that type of yeah thing. i want in i want in for <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, don't message me about making gear anyone watching this don't message me about it yet i'm not ready to open it up but you will know when i do like i will obviously like i like to do things well and if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it right and the correct way so not ready for it yet okay okay i so i know that when we were in training we talked uh, about like people that we kind of like borrowed some things from uh has your list changed at all since you've been working oh 100 percent. like i mean before i went to training i'd never heard brad armstrong before let alone watched him <laughs> wrestle and he's been like huge influence um ricky morton big time like i like most people in independent wrestling worked on a show with ricky and carrie and they were both super awesome watched my match it was cool but yeah ricky's a big influence now and it's a lot of just i mean i watch it completely differently than i did before and i i never watched smoky mountain wrestling before and that's one of my favorites so it changes it changes with what i'm inspired by what i want to try to do because i like i'm not going to be doing like backflips and shit like that in the ring so i gotta i like to pull from different places of influence too because there's a giant world of wrestling out there and there's no reason that everybody needs to be doing the same thing hip attacks in the corner a hundred percent i've had to change oh my gosh i've yeah. had to take out like 20 things like because i find out and then i see them on videos and i'm like so i've noticed that if you go back a good like 20 25 years you're pretty much gold because nobody does anything like that Kind of, but I mean, and what they do is it's just so much more believable. Like the strikes, like a single punch just like means so much. And like, that's where I think that's what we should be doing in wrestling. It's easier on the bodies of both people involved. It's easier to get people pulled into a story like that. Obviously, like popping the crowd with super awesome flashy moves is like, you're going to pop the crowd. That's going to happen. And flashy moves are cool. I'm not against them, but like, you know, do it in the proper place and don't just like murder yourself on these shows. <laughs> I feel you. I popped a, I popped a crowd on a, uh, a headlock. Cause like yeah. I went for, I went for a headlock like six times, dude, never got it. And <laughs> then I got it. 
it's like simple storytelling like that. And that's uh my training recently. Uh, we really last night I went to train in uh at KC Pro Wrestling Academy in Kansas City. Uh, mm-hmm. Luke Langley leads the. I don't want to call it the advanced class, but like I've gone through training, so I'm not a part of their training. But it's it's where you go when you're not a part of the training, but you want to go there. I guess it's advanced. Right. Uh, but that's a lot of what it is. Is um. There was a good group last night, a big group of people, and just a lot of how to not eat up time, but like tell a story with simple things and make it make sense. And that's the easiest way to make the crowd react. And that's something that like in my early matches, I said like I couldn't hear the crowd or anything. I'm finally starting to like be able to like oh if you do like this nasty thing like they react like this and it's finally starting to click in that way of really being able to hear it and act in my match accordingly a hundred percent i uh i know exactly the moment that you're talking about happened to me like a little bit ago but yeah you when you come out and you you start wrestling you literally can't hear a damn thing yeah you're just like ah (laughs) and then and now I'm hearing it, and I'm like, oh, oh, maybe this right here. Mm-hmm. I I love uh, – I never thought I would be that walk-and-talk guy, like, as they say. But that is just so much – that is so much fun. <laughs> it is, and, like, it's uh, – as like, it's just, like, like I said, simple shit. Like, the crowd reacts to the simplest things, and they love it, like – they love that interaction and you can still be a heel and you don't have to be vulgar and nasty either because I'm pretty sure every single show I've ever worked on has been a family show. So like, I never, I never swear at all. I might nope. be nasty, but I don't swear. I uh, stand up co- comedy, like work the room. I just, I'm like, okay, you got one tooth. I'm getting you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, one good thing, a bit of advice I got recently, actually, because I asked at a seminar, it was a Bob Evans seminar, I asked, like, if the crowd is, you know, like, cheering for the heel and not really, not really worried. They're like the cool fan, you know, basically said to just don't, don't interact with, like, a single person because you never know, like, how good they are at, like, giving it back, you know, so just kind of try to address, like, the side of the crowd or, like, a broader thing than really... But obviously there are times you can get into it one-on-one with people, especially because I'm sure, you know, working, returning to promotions, you see the same fans. So you get to know these people. (laughs) Sadly, yes. Sadly, yes. We love them. Uh, I love some of them. (laughs) Some cities I just would rather drive through, but that's just me. (laughs) Fair. Fair. So what do you think... Where do you think, where do you see yourself in like maybe the next five years? Jeez. (laughs) Hopefully still wrestling. Like, I hope I'm still wrestling. I hope I feel like I've finally gotten it at that point in time because I still feel like I'm just green as can be. Like, I'm not quite anymore. But I hope, I hope I'm still wrestling. I definitely see myself making gear still i hope i'm not in the office job that i have right now like no offense to the job i didn't just got a promotion and that's why i'm sticking around des moines for a year longer but i don't want to be i know i'm meant for more than an office job <laughs> i feel that i feel that i just i'm just trying to hit something till it sticks like just trying to get fingers in everything to i'll be doing i'll be doing everything i'll be doing commentary and i'm a yeah. stupid commentator i'm an idiot like <laughs> The more skills you have, the more uh, arrows you have in your quiver, the more people want to work with you because you can do more for them. And even like, you know, when it comes to just breaking the ring down, everybody seems to be so busy when that happens after the show. But it's still so important. And it's not that bad. It's a little bit. It's a workout, you know. It is a workout. I do. And unintentionally. So I've been blessed enough to be on a lot of shows where they have like a straight up ring crew. Oh, that's which is, the best. Which is amazing. Yeah. I know that is the best, like the call times later. So you don't have to be there like four hours before doors. Like, Oh my gosh. I think I do. Like, I, love, 
I love traveling. I love driving. I love riding in cars. I don't mind any of that. I think the thing that just maybe annoys me the most is just those like hours of time before the show starts. Like, <laughs> I, I've been on some shows and I'm like, I really want to go get in the ring and train. And then like I look around and like, I don't want to like be a douche about it, but like, I was like, there's really no one here to train with. Like, eh. and then the good guys get there at like, like doors and you're like, oh man. Yeah. You're already like <laughs> suited up and stuff. Mine's more like, I guess actually, I don't hate putting makeup on. I don't really train before shows just cause I always have to do my hair and put my makeup on and it like takes a bit of time, but I do enjoy doing it. I've grown to like it more. I've gotten a little bit better at it. And yeah. I mean, it's just so fun to dress up. Like, it's so fun. Everything about wrestling is fun. And that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> it really is. I do. I do enjoy it. Okay. So you do, you do hit the road a lot. So uh, I love this question. Everybody's got a good one. Some people have crap answers, but uh, what's like your best road story so far? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there are ones I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> there are really fun ones I'm not going to talk about. Um, I We went out to um, Colorado as a trip. We went to Rocky Mountain Pro, like a group of like 12 of us from Pony Express. And that was super fun. Like we hiked at Red Rocks and most people bitched about it, which was annoying. Like exercise. Sorry, we're at Red Rocks. Uh, that was a really fun one, but I mean, most of it's just the really, the best part is afterwards, like going to Hooters or whatever place is open in town is usually where you have to go or there's nowhere open. So you just go back to the hotel. Like that's, that's fun. It's obviously the wrestling's fun, but like getting to know people, no matter where you are, if you're in like crappiest place in nebraska which i've been to many times or like the crappiest place not arkansas is beautiful i like arkansas more than nebraska i'll just say it <laughs> but i i don't know there's not like one particular thing just because i've had a lot of good memories i feel that i feel that <laughs> so the answer to the question <laughs> That'll be that'll come out in the autobiography with all the matches and the gear and the dates and the times. There you go. All right. You can't give the people everything. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So, who's been your toughest opponent? You think that you've been in the ring with? Um, my seventh match of my career was my first time at Steel Domain Wrestling in Bloomington, Minnesota, which is one of my absolute favorite promotions to work for. Uh, the promoter, Ed Hellier, is just a top-notch ace guy. Like, he is awesome. But that match, so seventh match of my career, was against Malaya Hosaka. And uh, she's been wrestling for, like, 30-plus years. She's wrestled in WCW. She's wrestled Akira Hokuto. So, like, she's a legend, especially in women's wrestling. There's, like, no veteran wrestlers in women's wrestling that are still active so that was amazing and uh, that was my first experience of not planning a single thing at all before we went out there like she asked me what I could do and like asked me can you do this and we figured out what I could and couldn't do because <clears throat> there's still a lot I can't do but I was really green then and then she just went out there and she was the heel and just it was amazing. Like it was mind blowing and eye opening because I hadn't had that up until then. And a lot afterwards, cause that's just how a lot of people do. It was just like planning everything. And that was the first time of like really having that freedom. And that's what I try to do a lot more now is that type of stuff because that's what good workers do. And I want to be a good worker. I want to be known as a good wrestler, not just a good girl wrestler or like good for a girl. Like I want to be a good wrestler. I feel that. I feel that. I have had a few, a few veteran people that I've wrestled against. Uh, I wrestled like Chase Stevens and that was crazy. Cause Jesus Christ. Like if somebody was, 
born to do the the born to be a wrestler, it's that fella. Like yeah. he can work a crowd. Like I'm getting it, but like I'm not on that level. That's just crazy. Yeah, just watching those vets work. Just watching people like that, and then getting to like actually interact in a match. It's like you learn everything. I think it was, I think I went to like, I only, only seminar I've ever paid for was like Larry D and he was talking about how he doesn't do the, I don't want to give the people the structure of a match, but if they look it up, they can figure out a structure of a match. He goes, I, I do, I go for moments. So like we just base off the crowd and go for moments because that's way more memorable than, all right, you do a standing Spanish fly, and then I hit a top rope standing Spanish fly. <laughs> well, and that's, I feel like people wrestle each other a lot. You wrestle the same opponent a lot. And like, that's, it's easy to just get used to doing sequences and things together. So uh, that's where I'm kind of at now is I want to get out more. I want to get different new opponents. And this month was supposed to be like, a lot of that and it kind of just fell apart and uh it's all right that's another lesson learned in wrestling is like don't you can plan but don't like those nothing set in stone like nothing set in stone <laughs> card subject to change <laughs> that is the biggest that is the biggest uh yep it, i've ever like encountered oh. in my life card subject to change i've had like these these moves that were supposed to happen i was super pumped for cut promos yep. for multiple yep. promos for yep. you get to the venue and they're like oh yeah he crashed his car he's not gonna be here <laughs> yeah it's a bummer but you know whatever makes it worth uh, it even more when the good ones happen it it does it does i need to get myself to alabama soon that's where i need to go i would i need to actually wrestle a match that i get paid for in tennessee because i wrestled in a 11 states so far and technically not on my list i know right like i told you i've been getting around mostly just like up and down but colorado and i was supposed to go to new jersey and that fell through but i will get to new jersey so i want to go wherever i can i feel that it's just so hard the hardest thing i found you're lucky because you've you found a, a like groups of people that are Fuck, man. People trying to get people like to get in cars and go places is fucking like pulling teeth sometimes. Yeah, I mean, even now with the group that I have, it's like, well, I work on the weekends. It's like, dude, you got to get a job where you don't. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You have to get a job where you don't work on the weekends because you work at wrestling on the weekends. So, right. Oh, but man. I, I don't have kids, so I don't have to worry about that either. So. <laughs> That is a plus. I have a uh, very uh, amenable, amenable partner, so we're all good. Like, <laughs> she's like, go do whatever you want to do. Yeah, you gotta have support for it because it's freaking hard. It's really hard. <laughs> Granted, she's she's never seen me wrestle. She's seen the videos because I'm like, I make her watch them. But uh, nope, not not into the thing. And whenever well, I try to show her wrestling, it's terrible. Yeah. She'll see you someday, and it'll be super special. So, right? I was like, okay, you haven't seen any of my title victories. That's tight. You haven't seen any of the, any of the defenses. How many titles have you won? Four. Ooh, look at you. <laughs> hey, I'm the Mud Show King. What's up? <laughs> I've won zero. Zero. Hey, uh, they're just heavy, man. They're just heavy. <laughs> I, uh, I've had, like, five title matches, like, my very first match, but... That's fucking... I have never... Okay, I've been in, like, I guess, like, ten or so, and I've probably lost six, so I'm not, like, doing great on average. Uh, Good. I, I just want to go to... I'm, like, trying to go to that next level. I'm Like, it's cool wrestling with, like, people that are like weekenders or hobbyists, but I'm trying to get to, I guess at this point it's looking like ring of honor or something like that. I'm trying to get there. Well, I mean, I guess if there's no dark or dark elevation and that's kind of, I guess ROH just filming wise has filled that spot. 
that is yeah pretty much the next uh kind of there's nwa out there there is nwa but i'm not like six foot eight so That's there's true. like rolando there's like rolando and then everybody else is like six foot eight so <laughs> i'm not an aj kazana you gotta work on your gimmick man oh i just don't yeah it is it is a thing it's it's coming it's coming together kind of. I tried all the the BS and all these random characters. I see yours just evolved. Mine I went through like four. Finally now it was just being me. I mean I've never really like had a character and I I feel like I I mean I just want to be a badass like <laughs> and I feel like a badass when I'm a wrestler and I'm getting more confident and it's becoming more believable. So I'm just going to keep getting stronger. Dude, I put on almost 20 pounds of muscle since I. Hell yeah. We're getting I there. just, I like Oreos. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I just do cardio to get myself there. I was like, cause there's, I, I've had this conversation with everybody and they're like, duh, 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 uh, you gotta be, I know, you gotta be this specific thing. And I was like, dude, you can be anything in wrestling. Wrestling is like a carnival. Anything goes as long as you can do it safely. Yeah. I do have yep. something big, big in the works. A lot of the most like successful things in wrestling are just stupid things that go viral. It's not even like the best wrestlers, you know. <laughs> it's just, and I'm I not gonna comment on anyone after saying that. I remember uh, Doc saying when, when we were in there, he's like, wrestling is this much of it. And I've come to like realize that, damn, that is like, it's, it's presentation, it's presence, it's, it's all these different things. Learning yeah. how to talk is, is a major, it's a major yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I wish, I want to do more like post-match promos, pre-match promos. Like I really enjoy doing that. I like doing them just on the spot and, um, I wrestle a lot for Mid-States Wrestling uh, in Springfield, Missouri and Harrison, Arkansas. And we filmed all of the month of February. They filmed in Harrison for some TV that's going to be airing at some point in time. I want more details on it. But uh, that was really fun because I got to do like post-match ringside filmed promos. And it's super fun to just like, yeah, test yourself in that way and I like to think uh, I'm okay at promos, so it's always good getting more practice. So, so you said you've done TV. TV, TV wrestling is so different than oh, yeah. like a house show. Yeah. Uh, I have instilled myself to find the hard cam every second I'm in that damn ring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's difficult. Like that. That's that's not a bad skill to do, no matter where you are. <laughs> but just. That thing is because I've noticed that I love doing TV. It's it's like exciting, action packed, mm -hmm. and it's quick. It's quick paced stuff. I, I do enjoy TV. Short matches are super fun. There's less to forget, and <laughs> you get to look cool. <laughs> that is totally true. I've been blessed enough. They keep bringing me up to EPW in, in Boonesville, Mississippi. And they do TV, and they have just acquired, like, I guess the half the state of Mississippi. So nice. that that should be cool. Should yeah. be entertaining. Mid-States is really cool because, yeah, we did the TV, but, like, they always present it, especially in Harrison. Uh, Jason Jones is the promoter for that company, and he's run for – this is their 21st year, and he's ran in Harrison all of that time, I think. So he's put a lot of time into the fairground building to, like, put hooks for curtains. So every show he runs there looks like TV. Like it is professional. That's my favorite ring. It is clean. The canvas is nice. There's good padding. Like, Oh, it's the best ring. I love mid States and I'm baby face there. They love me. I love the crowd. Like mm, mid States is my home. I would say. So that's your home promotion. That's good yeah. to have. Yeah. I, I'm a vagabond now. I don't have one of those. I used to, but just there's so much wrestling. Mm -hmm. It's hard to just it's hard to get like tied down to just a few. I don't know. I I assume that you're the same as me with with uh because you were talking about the spreadsheets and stuff. 
I send a lot of messages like a week to different promotions and stuff. Are you, are you, do you do that kind of thing too? Well, not really, just because I feel like as a female wrestler, I've so far had enough people just messaging me that I haven't had to really reach out to people yet. I want to because I want to get out to more places. But so far, I mean, like I just got a new one the other day for uh, St. Croix, Wisconsin, which is like just outside of the Twin Cities, too. So that'll be fun. And it's actually funny because he messaged me asking if, if I was open. It's AWF and it's July 22nd. And he asked if I knew another female worker. And I messaged Judy Azul, who I train with. And I've worked with her more than anyone else. I've had more singles matches with her. Love working with Judy. She's so strong and good. And I messaged her asking if she was available. And she said, I just got a message about that date. What promotion is it? And he totally messaged her already. So like, we're working on that show together. And that's super cool. So, so far, I haven't had to reach out to people, but I want to because I just want to break out more. And I don't mind traveling as long as I can get some sort of compensation for gas. Like, worth it. Dang. Big time Kelsey over here. Never have to reach out to nobody. Guys, there's so many emails. Like, I'm on red on hundreds of, of promotions. I guarantee it. <laughs> That's just the... I'm telling you, that is being a female wrestler as opposed to being a guy. Like, it is... There is... There's so many guy wrestlers. There's so many bad ones. So I can't imagine, like, I'm not envious in that regard, but there's a lot of disadvantages to being a female wrestler, too. So, you know, it's a give and take. So I, I don't know if you'd, you probably wouldn't have had this issue. I've had this issue. I know a couple of people have had this issue. Uh, and I thought it was a joke, and I thought they were ribbing us, but I have literally been in the ring with people and, like, we've been in the back, and they're like, oh, yeah, my cousin put me on this. We used to do backyard stuff. Have you encountered this before? I bet you haven't. Not as me as a wrestler. Um, I have seen it in front of me on a show, but it was not a match I had to work in. Uh, this, I'm not going to say where I was or any details, but this kid was just there. He had, like, jeans, work boots, like, a flannel and like he just looked like he came like straight off the farm and he's like yeah I'm, I'm working I'm wrestling a match and he put some tape on his wrist tape his hands all up and like he never changed like he that was just what he was wearing and he's like yeah this is my second match and I was like you don't have any training at all do you like and that's that's honestly offensive to me as a wrestler because I invested a fucking lot of money to do this and i took it seriously and it sucks to see people just like whoo i got my like work boots with manure all over them i'm gonna just step in the ring when i've got like these custom made expensive boots that i care about this gear that i made myself like oh it's rough it's rough and i can't imagine as a guy you probably deal with that a lot <laughs> it hasn't it's only been a few occasions for me and uh, and one of them, I, I ended up getting, I got fired, so shit happened. Uh, we were going out, and I was like, all right, bro, let's have a good match. And he goes, I'm so nervous. I, I never trained for this. And my brain went, all right, I'm fucking beating your ass. All right. Wow. So, we got, so we get out there, and I literally, <laughs> I just put him in like a rear naked choke. And it was over in like 15 seconds. And then I, I got no PO. I got nothing. Uh, I got five. I, I left right after that. I got my bag and I left. Didn't change the gear. And I was like, I'll never fucking be back. And then it got taken down. They put a post up on Facebook. This guy is super unprofessional. And like, I got a couple of people got on it and they were like, yeah, no. Uh, he already told us what happens. You're a piece of shit. It was, it was such a fucking thing. Dude, well, it comes down to it's dangerous as fuck being a trained wrestler in the ring like you can do a small package and paralyze somebody like you take a giant risk every single time you get in there if you're the most trained person ever so to get in there with someone who has no fucking clue what they're doing like 
I'm not going to bump for that person. I'm not going to try to do anything because they don't know even throwing a strike. Like they're going to fucking potato the shit out of you because they don't know what they're doing. Like, no, oh. I feel like you did the right choice of just like, if I'm going to have to do something, tonight. this is what I'm going to, I'm not bumping for this guy. <laughs> then they were talking crazy because we were going over and it was like, yeah, I like to do like a uh, top rope stuff. And then 15 seconds before we go out, yeah, I never trained for this. Get the fuck out of here, please. Because none of this is going to be good for you, bud. And it no, wasn't. Not good for you either. Like, that sucks. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was a 30 people crap. Like, I love wrestling. 15, 15 to thousands of people. I don't give a shit. Uh, I just love to wrestle. But, damn, I'm not going to do that. Anyways. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Okay. So... We're getting we're getting close to to the wrap up time, so I'm gonna do. Uh, let's give everybody your social medias uh, and where they can find you at. I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Kelsey Magnolia. Uh, Facebook, it's the Anomaly Kelsey Magnolia. Um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much all. I have a YouTube channel. I don't put a lot of matches on there, but there's some on there and there's other matches that I probably wouldn't recommend watching that other people have posted on YouTube, but you know, that's, I'm going to say that that's one thing that is a blessing and a curse about being in the modern era is you can film everything, but anyone can film everything and anyone can put stuff on YouTube. So, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to end up in one of those like botch club videos <laughs> or do you? I don't know. I know somebody that did, and they it they're they're newer to the business, and their their TikTok is bonkers just Dude. because of it. They have like a video that has a million views. Ugh. I was just like, Fuck. I do not, I do not have TikTok. I actually I registered Kelsey Magnolia on TikTok, so no one else could have that name. But I, mm-mm. I, I love it. Reels, but Instagram has made me make reels, so. I'm dragging myself into what I have to do for social media. <laughs> Dude, I start them on I start them on TikTok and literally just repost them onto Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Pretty oh, man. It is a nightmare. Uh, I've encountered a lot of weird people on social media. Yeah, I bet you have too. I haven't experienced too much of that just cuz I also don't like try to present myself in like a super sexy way so that has helped i feel like but i'd rather be frightening to people than like attractive so i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) okay so so what shows do you have up and coming so people can in the area can check it out this saturday i will be wrestling for a new promotion honor among wrestling uh memorial day weekend for in rock island illinois wrestling Rex Amadeus, the mustache. Uh, I've wrestled him a few times. I'm definitely going to beat him. Um, (laughs) June, I have a lot up in Minnesota. June 10th, I will be at Steel Domain Wrestling. And then June 17th, I'll be back for a doubleheader. MAW, Midstar, Midwest All-Star Wrestling. That's what it's called. Uh, That's in the afternoon. And then in the evening is more Steel Domain Wrestling. So... Minnesota. Eventually, I'll be getting back to uh, either Springfield or Harrison for mid-states. That probably won't be till August, but I do have some openings in July and June, so anybody want to hit me up for some bookings, willing to travel, let's talk. Okay, so speaking of Minnesota, uh, have you bumped into uh, they do the indie what is it, indie talk? Uh, the Jesse and Jaren dudes? Yes, I think I've met Jaren once, and I think they've actually messaged me on Instagram about being on their show. You know how terrible I am about getting <laughs> on shows. Yeah, it took it took like a year. <laughs> so maybe this will push me to getting back to them, especially now that I'm talking on air. Yes, I do know them, and I would love to be a guest on their podcast. <laughs> I did. Uh, I, I stepped in for them for like a couple of shows and and helped them guest co-host and stuff. <laughs> Anyways, because I saw you on a, I saw you on a video and I was like, ah, oh, dude, you're at that show, okay? Because he was like taping it and I was like, it was you wrestling and I was like, holy shit, small world. They were my very first podcast I ever did too. 
that's awesome. I have not done many of them because I'm not technologically savvy, and I also just uh, I like you. Though. I like you, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's do. Okay, now now I'm gonna give you the one. Let's see. Uh, this is my end all. This is my ending question usually. So what is if, if you're at the end of the day, you're at the end of your career, you left the boots in the ring. What do you want your legacy to be? I want to, I want to just be seen as a really strong wrestler. Like I want to, I want to build the confidence that I know that I have so that I can inspire people the way that Bull Nakano and Akira Hokuto and these strong, tough women inspired me. Hana Kimura, who a couple days ago was just her third anniversary of passing away. Like she inspired me more than anyone to be a wrestler. I, I want to inspire people to challenge themselves and I want to be able to overcome my challenges and make myself into a stronger person I want I I want to be able to say I'm really proud of myself whether that's getting to Japan which like my goal is to get paid to go wrestle in Japan like that's my ultimate main goal I don't have contract goals anything like that like but if that doesn't happen I will I want to get to the point where I can still be proud that I wasn't scared. I got past my fears. I worked past it. So I, I want to be able to just be seen as like a really strong woman, which is so South Park. <laughs> strong woman. <laughs> a strong woman. Hell yeah. I, lo- <laughs> I love that. That's, that's, that's good. Cause some people bullshit that answer and they're like, Oh, I just want to be known for, Having the charisma of a houseplant. I'm glad you. There's a thought out and a and a good uh, response. Be the best. I want to make myself a better person. I want to continue, and I want to be able to know that my hard work, know that I got to where I got because of the hard work I put in for it. Awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jackson Black, and this is the anomaly. I can't say that word. Anomaly. An- I'm done. Kelsey Magnolia. The anomaly. I can't do it. I'm stuck. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Kelsey, for being a part of this episode. Let me do it to the outro.